It's good to be here. This is episode number five of the Tim Vaxelbaum Show. My name's Tim Vaxelbaum, and I am officially 30 days sober. But who gives a shit about that, dude? I'm a new person. Look at me. I'm doing great. My skin is glowing like a lamp. Like the Aladdin genie lamp from the 90s. But enough of that nonsense. My personality, like I'm starting to feel pretty good. I don't, I'm starting to uh, regain my sense of humor. I'm starting to laugh at at, uh, memes on uh, Instagram and stuff. Like I used to just look at memes and be like, you know, expressionless, just completely just like, yep, taking it in, intellectualizing it. It's like, that is a good meme. Now I'm actually giggling at stuff like a normie, and so I I feel good about that. So I'm living the good life. My life is going pretty good. Uh, I live in, if you can't can't tell, I live in the state of Tejas, Tejas, and it's a good place to be. You could do whatever you want here as as, as long as you're not bugging anyone else. You could drive like a maniac. No one's gonna stop you. No one cares. No one gives a damn. I did buy a race car for my birthday a couple weeks ago. It was my birthday in uh, the 4th of July. Not the 4th. November. The 4th of November. Wouldn't that be patriotic if I was born on the 4th of July? Nah, but I got a race car and it's uh, it's doing okay. I, I, I don't regret buying it like other things I've bought. I don't have buyer's remorse for the race car, but I, it's a hassle to own a fancy car. It's the fastest car on the road. It doesn't look like it. It just looks like a regular s- sedan, Tesla sedan, and I got a flat tire already, and it's not even my fault. Like For once, something happened to me that wasn't really my fault. I ran over a nail. In the middle of the night, like 11.30 p.m., I went to this uh, comedy show at, at a dude's house, at a very uh, funny comedian's house that he owns himself. I don't know why that's important. It's not important that he owns. I mean, it is relevant, I guess. But he's a very funny comedian, and, and right as you walk in, he has this like professional stage set up where he had like a legit comedy show just right in his living room in this be- beautiful house very clean and he and the concept of the show was to invite pizza delivery guys to tell jokes and none of them did he bought four pizzas from four different restaurants and the goal was to get at least one of them to tell a single joke none of them did but it was still a good show uh, somebody was on it who was who opens for Joe Rogan, so that's cool. Everyone was like laughing super loud because they're like, "Hey, he's no he he opens for somebody famous." We I guess we're supposed to laugh at everything he does, or else we're assholes. Anyway, very nice comedians that were there. I was actually kind of like impressed by the talent of the lineup of the people on the show. Like none of them were really bad. None of them were bad, is what I mean. None of them were bad at all. And so I was like, hey, this this community 
is not so bad. You just got to not go to open mics is like all the time. And you might actually not feel like a dick. If you go to open, if you only go to open mics, you'll be like, well, everybody here sucks. What's the point? What's the point of this? But if you go to like our actual show, you go, oh, okay. That's what the goal, that's what we're doing here. That's the point. That's what we're trying to aim for. So anyway, if, if this, so it was a good show. I stayed for the whole time. This guy showed everyone his van that he's living in. One of the comedians showed everyone his van. It's a pretty nice van. It was tall. One of those white like utility vans, but you could you could live in them. And I was like, "What's your address for the, like? How do you get mail delivered to your van?" He's like, "I don't. What do you mean? It's it's a, it's a van. There's no address. It's not a like. What do you?" Where are you from that you would ask such a dumb question? Anyway, and so I went back to my car. Thank God I didn't show anybody my car. I was because <laughs> I had because as soon as I got back into the thing, I get this warning on the screen. It says, "Hey asshole, you got a flat tire. Check your uh, tires there. Extremely low pressure." So I checked the tires, and turns out, yeah, one of them had like a nail just deep and just buried right into it. So I don't know when I ran over the nail. But the tire was complete, was deflating. I could touch the, I was like, okay, well, this is the first time this has ever happened in my life. So I just did what any privileged American would do. I just called, I just pressed a button on the, on the, on the center console thing. And uh, somebody called me and they're like, yeah, we'll send a tow truck over. And I was like, is that it? You're just going to send a tow truck? I want it fixed now. And they said, well, we could take it to the to your, to your a tire shop of your choice, or we'll just have to take it to the uh, Tesla service center. And I was like, I don't want to wait for it, because this was on a Saturday at 11.30 p.m. So it was basically Sunday. Nothing was open. So I was like, and they said that the service shop ain't open until Monday. So you're going to be... You're out of luck, son. So I sat in the car because, like, you know, where else was I going to go? I, I, I wasn't going to knock on the, the, the guy's door, but I got a flat tire. Can I hang out here? No. I got a beautiful interior that I could just watch, you know, listen to a podcast and big deal. Forty minutes went by and the tow truck driver came. But in the meantime, I was hustling to find a tire shop that was open, and I called literally eight tire shops that were supposedly open 24 hours only two of them answered the phone one of them i woke up it was this this very tired guy with a you know thick accent he was like what what kind of car is it i was like it's it's got 21 inch wheels he's like "I, i can't fix that so i didn't go to him and then this other guy was like here text this guy he's like they didn't they didn't respond i was like can I? Can you help me? It's twenty-one. It's twenty-one inch wheels. Uh, I didn't even get a response. But so I ended up having to drive it all the way to the Tesla service center. Ooh, does my life suck? And it was actually pretty fun. Uh, the tow truck driver was very professional. He he arrived. He was he, he found me very easily, and I had to drive it, you know, onto the onto the flatbed very carefully because i didn't want to like fuck up the car even more so i had to line it up and i got it on there pretty good i was proud of myself for that and then he hatched it up he tied it down 
and I got to ride in the tow truck. Pretty pretty fun experience because this guy was the ideal tow truck driver, like the best imaginable type of person you could be helping out at the time because this dude was a millionaire and he didn't even care to be a tow. He was just like he wasn't doing it for the money. He said, I'm just doing this for fun. I'm a, I'm a, I made a $5 million a couple of months ago from selling my house to Apple. And I was like, okay, that's pretty cool. And he showed me all these pictures of his cars that he bought. Like he bought a Maserati. He showed me a picture of that. And I was like, dude, you really are just doing, you really are just towing people for fun. He's like, yep. And we get, you know, he was, it was just really, it was fun. Like there was nothing too negative about it. So I dropped off my Tesla in the parking lot of the service. And I had to like write the, the VIN number and an envelope, slide it in a box because they were closed, of course. And then, you know, I got home. I had to take another Uber, like 16 miles home. And I chatted with the, with the Uber driver, and he was super nice. So I gave him a tip. Uh, I forgot how much I tipped him, like 20% or something. And then the next day, or let's, okay, Monday, when I finally uh, heard back from the Tesla service center, they fixed it, like, really quick. But I had to approve the service that was going to be done on the vehicle, and it turned out to be to replace one flat tire on this goddamn on this thing it cost four hundred and thirty dollars. So it's expensive to own a goddamn Tesla, dude. I don't recommend it unless you can handle the th- the uh, the frills of having such a high maintenance vehicle. I mean, it's not high maintenance. It just just don't run over anything. So that's the first time I had to deal with that, and, uh, you know, I, it's just too fancy. Of a, it's too expensive of a car to be driving you know, on these dumb roads in Texas. I hate being around other cars. Like, I, I, I give, like, so much space in the car, for the car in front of me because that thing, it's not going to stop. That thing has really underpowered brakes. It's the f- most powerful accelerating car. It's got a, It's like, forget about it. Forget about it. I, I, it's a coffin with wheels, and I'm going to die. I'm de- Like somebody, <laughs> like the, uh, I, I'm getting it worked on it again. I'm getting it upgraded. I'm getting the paint covered in like this film to protect the paint. It's going to cost tons of money. Not that much. But it's worth it. But he was like, I was like, so how, how long does this paint code, you know, this protective film last? forever is it permanent he's like well 10 year we get a 10 year warranty and i was like oh that's way good enough i'm definitely gonna die in this car way earlier than that so we're good so i don't have the car right now I'm, I, it's i miss it i got a tesla charger in my garage installed another uh one percenter luxury item like i don't ever have to go charge again out of my house unless i'm like far away and it's cheaper like it's a lot cheaper per kilowatt i know this is really riveting stuff for people that don't give a shit about electric cars but it's awesome it's really badass that i could that i could charge in my house it's just fucking it's too good it's just too good for me to have I, i i didn't do anything that hard to earn that car i just I just believe, I just, I just, I just was like, Elon, 
please tweet about Doge. Thank you. Okay, and then he did. And there you go. So I don't know. I just don't like when people complain about capitalism because, hey, it worked out for me. I got a, so I, I'm, I'm getting into, I'm a, I got, I got a shotgun. I bought one for the first time. I bought my first two guns in one day. I ripped the bandaid off of that virginity wagon that I've been souping up for the past however old I am. Never fired a gun in my life. Uh, and I went to this place that, you know, they knew the laws at least. They knew that you don't need like a Texas driver's license to get a gun, which I, I knew that after doing some little research online, because I don't have a license yet. It's taken forever to get a license, so I was like, "Well, I gotta find a gun. I'm not gonna like just not get a gun just because I don't got a license, you know, or a Texas license at least." So I got I I called you know I I think I talked about this or whatever on the last episode, but I went to like five gun stores. In one day, and all but the last one were like, no, you're going to have a Texas driver's license. That's the law. That's the policy in the whole state. I was like, no, it isn't. You freaking, I looked it up. So how do these people that run gun shops not even know? And so I went to this place. I'm not going to say the name because fuck them. They overcharged, they ripped me off. They charged me a lot, like way more than it should have been because they saw that I was like a suck, like a new gun guy. It's clearly I was looking like a noob just the way I carried myself. Like, Ooh, I could get, I'm going to get a gun today. Wow. And so there, so I did see the exact shotgun I wanted and I was like, oh, you got that. You got the Benelli. And so I held it. And I was like, yeah, it's in good condition. I saw the price and I thought it was a good price because I thought I saw it for like $200 more at a different store. Turns out it's actually it was actually like I could have bought it cheaper for brand new. This is like a used gun. It smells like it's been in, sitting in somebody's attic for like ten years, and I was kind of mad about that because I was suck. I I I hate getting ripped off. I hate feeling like a sucker. I hate getting gypped, and I and it was only because the sales guy was so pushy about it. I was only there to pick up a different gun. And I was very happy with that. I was like, ooh, that's exactly the one I... I, I was just so excited to get that one. But he couldn't, He talked me into making this somewhat impulsive decision to buy the shotgun that I kind of wanted. That would have been fine if it was a good deal. He kind of rushed me into making the decision. Like, okay, unless you don't want... The, like, do you want to add this to the or to your whatever order or not? He, I felt pressured to make the decision, and I felt like I was getting rushed out the door. It was like, fine, I'll take it. And then, of course, I found out I got hosed. It's, it's, I could have got it for like a little bit cheaper and brand new, like I said. I'm a Jew. It's not, it's not even that, though. I just don't like being taken advantage of, so I'm not going to that store again. And it seemed like a good store before that happened, so it's a bummer. I got to find a different store. Not that I'm going to get any more guns. I see all these gun people on uh, Reddit and stuff, and they always say, like, well, I got my first gun 18 months ago, and now I have 40. And these are just the black one. These are just the black body guns I got. Here's my, st- my stainless steel guns. I got 50 more of those. It's like, do you really need that many? It's like, I don't really have a thirst to get that many guns. 
And I will, and I haven't even shot them yet. I'm gonna go to a gun range, uh, maybe two gun range. Hey, I want to find one that I like. I'm gonna go to an outdoor one. I'm gonna go to an indoor one. There's a lot of options in this freaking state, dude. And I'm gonna go at like nine in the morning when nobody else is there because they're working their jobs. No, I don't have my job is to go to just play with guns all day. That's my job, okay? It's my freelance gig these days and i will figure it out because you could literally like shoot a ak-47 on full auto in the state of texas just by showing up you don't even you don't even need to like go on a waiting list all you need to be is not a felon and not addicted to drugs which i guess i'm technically i'm not anymore i would i mean i'm not i'm sorry and you have to be not like diagnosed with like some mental ill but it's not like it's not like they ask for proof. Like you don't need like a doctor's note. They just go Don't lie. Just as long as you're telling the truth here. All right, here's your all right, here's unlimited access to guns. Okay. You're good. And you could sell a gun to other people just freely all as long as they're not a felon. You just have to go. Are you a felon? No. Okay, give me 50 give me $500. I don't know. I don't know. It's just kind of just something you got to do when you're when you're in Texas is you got to like uh, defend yourself and uh, liberally carry concealed open whatever the hell you want in your car, in your pocket, in your back, in the back of your pants, wherever the hell you there's no limits. Anyway, moving on to the next subject. I don't know. I, I think talking shit is a bad thing. I think I'm going to, I think like it's fun to talk shit about like other people, like people that you kind of know and then you want to talk about. It's cathartic for sure, but it just makes, it just, there's nothing like really, you really get out of it that's substantial. So I'm going to be the better, I'm going to grow. I'm gonna, I, I, now that I'm turning over a new magazine, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to be, the type of person who rises above negativity, or at least I'm going to try, because there's this thing going on called uh, stoicism, and there's something pretty cool about a dude or, or, or a lady that doesn't get emotionally involved in what other people think about them. So that's something I'm going to be working on, because you know what? What somebody thinks of me is none of my god darn business. Like, especially if you're, like, doing what I'm doing with this whole, like, uh, uh, having opinions thing that aren't, like, the easy, like, the kind that you just get, you know, the kind that are not popular, like, you know, like, 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 the written, like, uh, thinking Kyle Rittenhouse is a bad guy or, like, that's the popular opinion. Uh, the logical opinion is that, oh, he was, he got attacked by somebody and he defended himself. That's what, that's it. That's the logical that seems to be what the case. That seems to be what happened. So if you have that opinion, you're you're basically labeled a bunch of negative things, whatever. And and so, but but uh, so what? It's gonna happen either way. Just by having your own opinion on something, eventually somebody's gonna be like, "You're dumb." They're gonna use meaner words than that. Even I've been called mean words. It's like okay, suck it. I don't know. It's like just. As long as you don't get it too emotional, is if you're the one who cares less, you're basically gonna win 
the argument. If somebody, the one who's less worked up is usually the one who wins the argument. So you just gotta let it live and let it live, unless somebody, you know, unless somebody's like violently attacking me, then I'm sorry, but I, I, I value my life more. So there is such a thing as that in this country, self-defense and all that horse. I don't know. I'm not too uh, worked. I'm not too uh, involved in the Kyle Rittenhouse thing. I don't know if they called a verdict yet or whatever. I don't know how that, how that works. I barely heard about it until now. He seems like a nice guy. I don't know. I'm not just saying that because he's white. I'm saying that because uh, I see uh, he. There's no way. Like, what did he do wrong? I don't know. They're like pe- people are petty. In the in the I was gonna say in the Chicago comedy scene, but I'm not there anymore. So it just kind of comes out. It's it's in my muscle memory to talk shit about my home city, but I'm not there anymore. And I think I, I have a high tolerance for uh, not not a high tolerance, but I have a high openness to abuse by other people. Like if I see a narcissist and they're doing something that I kind of want to, like, get their approval, I kind of, like, try to do that with narcissists. I go, I try to get on their good side and, like, befriend them. And then after a while, I realize, oh, never mind, this guy's, like, like, fuck this guy. Why am I doing that to myself? Is it because I'm also a narcissist and that's we just kind of like to be around? I don't know. But But I'm trying to work on that because I found this great quote on Boomer Book. Don't let getting lonely make you reconnect with toxic people. And that's basically what I sometimes allow myself to do, especially since I'm in a new place where I don't know anybody. And the the coolest people I've met so far are Uber drivers or tow truck drivers that make a, you know, like the millionaire tow truck driver. He's like the coolest guy I met. I'm never going to see him again. He said he's moving to Montana. I'm like, that's freaking good for you, dude. I hear you've got your life set, dude. It's like, yep. Yeah. My just waiting for my girlfriend to quit her job, and uh, she wanted me to buy her a, a vet, and I'm not doing that because he. I was like, good for you. You shouldn't listen to that. You shouldn't let that girl get get what she wants. Take money that you rightfully earned from Apple Computers, Apple Incorporated. Isn't that ridiculous? He said he bought the house like like a like two months ago, and then a month later, he gets offered five million dollars by Apple to the, so they could build their headquarters, and, and he paid off his entire mortgage obviously in two seconds. Boom! This is a weird city, dude. Like you kind of it's it's crazy the the transfer of wealth that's going on in this world today. So if you're if you're a Zoomer or a millennia. And you can't rub your sticks together to make some money? Fuck off. Leave the country. Leave the country. Go to China. It's not that hard to learn Mandarin. And then the second part of that quote uh, is, don't drink poison just because you're thirsty. Like, yeah, it's beautiful. It's just, why would you subject yourself to abuse just because you are... uh, you know, lonely. Fuck them. Fuck those. Fuck them. I know there's fucking cool people here, and I, and if it takes a little bit of work to find them, 
I'll find them because I don't, I'm trying to. I'm I'm a big proponent of self improvement, not social climbing. Man, I kind of am good, pretty good at social. I kind of am good at that. Not really. I mean, I can't. I don't have any examples of where I've done that before. But I'm getting. I think I could be good at that. But like clout chasing, it's that's gross. But you know, you kind of have to do that if you want to get somewhere in life. You have to chase your clout. That clout. Just, but the thing I'm trying to avoid is the hanging out with assholes party. <laughs> I just don't. I, 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 why? Why? But I'm trying not to talk shit about anyone specifically because you don't want to burn bridges. But also, it's kind of fun, and you only live once. So, like, what am I just gonna leave leave all the bridges unburnt? No, I'm gonna burn all of them. I'm not going to do what Joe Rogan does and just how he, he always talks about how he's opening a comedy club. I'm not going to talk about that until I actually have a comedy club. I don't have any plans to do that. And I think it's a very like uh, Jewish thing to do to like start a comedy club just to get clout over, like to have power over comedians. I don't know. What was I writing here? Jewish and I'm trying. Oh, yeah, yeah. I happen to be Jewish, and I'm trying not to be. Yeah, I'm, tr- I'm trying not to become anti-Semitic. I think there's a reason, though, that Jew hatred is so, like, old. Like, like I think, like, people, it's so ingrained in people to, to be anti-Semitic that you could be born with, like, an innate hatred towards Jews. And I'm not, I'm not even joking here. I think this... Because uh, I'm half Jewish, not that you know, not so I could I could shit on the whole ethnicity of of Judaism, no. But one time, this is a true story. My mom, I was a kid, I was like fucking five or something, five or six years old. My mom said something about Jews, and I just knee jerk reacted by saying, "Jews? Oh, I hate Jews." And she was like, how, she was like flabbergasted. She was like, how could you say that? Like, don't you realize half your relatives are Jewish? I was like, yeah, so? How do you think, how do you think I know to hate them? No, it just felt like, like I can't explain it, but I remember it very clearly. I, I just, it just came straight from my heart. It was just like this innate feeling of just like, it was like, yeah, oh yeah, Jews? Yeah, oh, yeah, not into them. And I was literally six years old, and it took me, like, well, I don't know, 25 years later to put, to really understand it on an intellectual level. It's fucked up that people hate Jews more than any other race, but there's, if you think about it, why is that? There's got to be a reason for it. Like, I don't know, I could go deeper into that, but... So I guess I'm anti-Semitic. Nah, nah, I was already like pretty racist, but, but uh, it wasn't like I don't even know. I don't remember. I wrote this yesterday, and I was I guess I was. But to say this like a day later, I don't know. I kind of forgot where I was going with that. Let's talk about so pedophiles are some of them like like okay, pedophiles. They exist. It's part of nature. Nothing we could do. But we can't, like... If I could kill... If I could end, the like, pedophilia, if I could 
you know, like stamp it out, like eliminate, like genocide it, not kill them, but just kill the idea, like kill the genes or whatever. If I could uh, eliminate pedophilia from this planet, I do, I do it, but we can't. So I think as long as you're not acting on it, hey, you're cool. Like, you know, I, I, would, I, I wouldn't want to really go to your barbecues, but maybe I, hey, I'm not a kid. So let's let's put a, let's put a uh, thumbnail let's put, let's put a uh, a note on that one. I forgot the phrase I'm looking the expression I'm looking for, but uh, I guess the bottom the bottom line is um, on that issue I lean left. <laughs> I, 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 on that issue I'm pretty uh, progressive. Let's just say I think it's okay as long as you're not abusing people and don't like advertise. You know, don't. If you want to jerk off to little boys, do it. Just not, just don't do it in front of them. Okay. I hope I don't get canceled for doing this podcast, dude. Like, I, if I got canceled from being um, self-employed in a town where I have no friends, that is that would suck. Someone here, dude. Somebody here uh, who moved here recently keeps telling me I could never live where you live. I'm like, okay, who's asking you to? He's just assuming I would let him live with me. And I and it's like so presumptuous. It's like, dude, I don't want like I don't I definitely would not live with anybody. I don't want roommates, dude. Like this is the theme that's one of the deep rooted themes of this podcast is I don't want roommates. Especially another gross Straight dude, dude, like, the only roommate I would allow is a blonde in her early 20s who pays rent, has sex with me, and that it only, and only if I had a pool house. She'd live in the pool house. I'm, I ain't breathing the same air as her. So in other words, they, 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 one could dream. Dude, this dude would rather live the one I'm talking about He'd rather live in the middle of Austin proper. Like, I don't live there. I don't live in Austin. I live on the outs. I live, like, outside of Austin, which is cha-ching. I lucked out. Uh, I don't want to live with all the homeless people, you know? Like, I, I find by me if, you know, I, I have a car. I don't have, technically have it right now. It's, it's in the shop. But I could escape that shithole anytime I want. All right, I'm sounding like such a douchebag, dude. I guess I, like the words I'm reading right now just don't come across as uh, authentic because I wrote them when I was in like a edgy mood last night, and I'm not ed- I'm not in an edgy. I'm very relaxed and like like happy right now, like content. But I guess it's like I, I was just trying to like generate good quality content by like writing the most edgy shit. But it's not the time and place for that. I'd rather do it with, like, a guest so they could actually, like, react and be like, what the fuck did you just say to me? Because then it's fun. But just one person talking about, like, how they defend. Ugh. I'm not editing this, though, so fuck off. This is going up purely because, speaking of cancel culture, I'm glad it's still happening because I can only go up from here like if somebody writes an article about how problematic my opinions are 
I'll only get more assholes like me listening. The free exposure, dudes. Like, I'm already... What's the worst that could happen? I just get more exposure? Okay. How do you... I hate the word cancel, too. It's like, it's so overused. I hope I don't get canceled. It's like, dude, you you barely have a job. You work at a coffee shop. Not even... You work at a food truck, dude. Fuck off. I hope I don't get canceled. Hope I don't have to delete my Facebook for a couple months until it blows over because nobody fucking cares. Alec Baldwin uh, recently made his Twitter profile uh, private. So now he has to approve you if you want to follow him. I think that's adorable. He can't handle the, the heat. Well, he did kill somebody. I mean, I get it. He's kind of culpable a little bit. <laughs> if somebody hands you a gun, you know, I don't care if you're on set or whatever, like, you should kind of have some idea, like, of the inner workings of that freaking gun. It's like, is there, is there uh, a cartridge in the chamber? What kind of cartridge? Is it a blank? Is it a real, is it a dummy? And that's why after learning, after hearing about that, and as somebody who's getting into the gun scene, I'm not even gonna deal with like blanks or dummy rounds. I'm just not even gonna ever buy a dummy round because then I won't. I don't want to go into the territory of 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 uh, you know not knowing if a gun is loaded or not. You should always just assume they're loaded, regardless of what type of ammunition is in there. Just always treat it as if it's hot and in battery and ready to fire. For God's sake, Alec Baldwin. I mean, hey, I'm not, I, I, I'm not trying to lecture you. You already killed somebody, so I get it. The damage has been done. But to other people, just like, don't, I'm not even going to deal with that. There's no, like, I'm just going to use real ammunition <laughs> all the time and just uh, not even worry, not even act, not even worry, like, 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 like. I don't know, dude. It just sucks I don't have a backyard I could shoot the guns in because that'd be awesome. Like, I have a, I have a backyard, but it's very, like, you know, family. It's a, it's a normal family neighborhood. I'm not shooting any guns back there, dude. I wish I had a ranch or knew somebody with a ranch that I could just pull up and just start shooting in their backyard. Dude, not even worry about what the hell's in the uh, behind it or anything like that not it not even have to share the range that's luxury baby and i was re- i was reading the manual for a gun it's, it says many times in there don't shoot the gun randomly in this into the sky it's like yeah i could see why that's written a lot of people probably do that a lot of people do that anyway which brings me to my, my next topic which is the castle doctrine the best law in the world in my book. Yeah, like I, I found out about it like, I don't know, 10 years ago, whenever the hell it came out or whatever. And it's a pretty good law because it basically allows you to protect your property with deadly force if you f- feel the need. Like you don't have to hide. In other states, you have to hide like a little bitch if somebody's uh, threatening you on your property. 
you have to hide and go in your basement. And then if they break the threshold and come into, you know, actually like enter your basement, then you could shoot them. Maybe. Not in this state. Nah, if, if all you have to do is like basically just shoot them like there's no there's no more there's not there's no restriction other than that if they're on your property um and they're messing with your shit you can shoot them isn't that freaking crazy like obviously i wouldn't just do that i want to just be like hey <laughs> like if somebody's like jacking my car like if my car is parked in, you know like in my driveway and somebody's trying to jack it like break into it I'm not just going to, like, scope. I'm not just going to, like, shoot them from the, from a hidden place. I'm going to give them a warning. I'm going to say something like, yo, can you get the... F- are you trying to get... Mur-? Like, I'm warning. Like, you got to say something that shows that you're obviously serious. But you can't just, like, start shooting. Like, go full auto. But it, but I think it, it's like kind of nice that you can shoot people <laughs> just for uh, property crimes, because hey, what if it's like really good property? What if I, you know, you never know. What if you have like uh, a diamond worth ten million dollars in your car? Of course, you. That's like worth more than some asshole's life, dude. I don't know, man. This is a scary, very scary law. But I, and also, like, the, the other side of it is I would never want to be the person <laughs> shot just by walking up to somebody's property. It's very sketchy to do that. Like, door, like, people who go door to door, they have big balls. And I've had people knock on my door for sales pitch. Like, somebody tried to sell me solar. And I was like, yeah, I'm not interested, dude. And they, as like, but I don't think you could shoot them just for that. But I do. I wouldn't. That's just on the flip side. It's like, what if I'm like intoxicated and I accidentally go to the wrong house and I break in because I'm retarded and I forgot that it was like I just somehow like, well, fuck it. I'm breaking into my own house. And then I just get shot. Yeah, that's the flip side of it. That's the negative. See, I'm capable of looking at both sides of the issue. That's why I, uh, I don't know. It's why I have a lot of sex. It's why I have a lot of success and uh, penis. I have a like. I don't. I don't. Know, I don't know. I'm very. I'm good. I'm a good person. So I would. I don't know. Like obviously, I'm a. I'm a moderate. I'm a moderate. That's why I look at things with a critical mind. A lot of people don't do that. Like, like a lot of people shit on billionaires and. Uh, Joe Rogan, who's kind of almost, you know, he's rich as fuck. So you, so people just hate people with opinions. But you can't just write somebody off because of their because of one thing they say, or a lot of things. Like, you can't if you want to be a critical thinker. Not that I'm saying I am. I don't like like I don't like because then people could say, oh, he calls himself a critical. He's a self-proclaimed critical. No, I'm not. But I I try to do that. And I I don't take everything Akazi, whatever her name is, Alexandria, AOC. Let's just make it easy. AOC, 
she has some good points. Bernie Sanders, he's still, I keep forgetting he's still alive, but he has some good points about something, I imagine. He seems like a smart dude. He's not just trying to chase clock. See, that's coming from me. So if you want fair and balanced, tune into the Tim Weichselbaum show. We give pedophiles a chance to speak their mind. What if I was a ped- what if I was a pedophile? And the only reason I'm saying this is to because <laughs> I am one. That would be awkward for me, not for anyone else, because nobody cares. Nobody. I mean, I don't. I don't know anybody here. <laughs> I don't know. I think if I was, I think I would know by now if I was into them. I'm not like like women. I like uh, women in their early twenties. They're pretty hot, but I mean, so I'm pretty vanilla. It's weird that I could make a woman laugh, or women collectively laugh, even though I share none of the same opinions as them. That's a phenomenon that I find fascinating. Like I've. I've been, I've made, I, 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 I know I could do that. It's just, I'm just, like, I'm not bragging. Like, I could make liberals, SJWs laugh because I'm just funny. But then the second I get off stage, they want nothing to do with me, dude. It's kind of funny. But I think it's just kind of like part of being a comedian is like you kind of don't have a lot of um, success in life within, in some ways. But then you that's what makes you funny. Or if you have like if you're downtrodden, which I guess I'm not at all, because I'm Jewish and killing it. But if I, I you know, I'm kind of bullied. So like I'm kind of looked at as like a like a mark. Like I was like like I've been expressing on this podcast about how somebody asked me to pay their rent. They thought I was like a simp who was going to pay their rent or something. And then the gun store people, like, seeing me as a sucker, and, like, they were right. I was a sucker, but... So I guess when you're kind of, like, uh, looked at as a as a uh, target, as, like, a wimp, it just makes you stronger if you could, if you could uh, learn... I don't know. It gives you a thicker skin, but I'm trying not to be a beta but I'm, I, I'll never be an alpha male. Like, I know people, this is very contra. A lot of people don't really like to give uh, give credibility to the alpha, beta, you know, complex or or uh, theory. But that doesn't mean it's not true. There's definitely some alpha males out there. And there's definitely some beta males out there. So it's just definitely a true thing, even though it's obviously a label and it's not black and white. Like, obviously, sometimes I'm alpha, sometimes I'm beta. It's usually beta, but, but I could be alpha compared to like other betas. Of course, I'll never be the alpha alpha, but if compared to the betas, I could be the, the alpha beta. You know what I'm saying? Compared to some of them, they're fucking wimps, dude. Some people were born premature and they're still alive because we saved them because of the miracle of science. And that doesn't mean... It's a good thing. Like they're not—they're not gonna be having an easy time in life if they're born all fucked up, and that's why they're beta males. I could beat them at something. I'm not gonna be one of those betas who is is sharing the same woman with other men. Like that's downtrodden. It's like that's simp simpology. It's like I'm so 
lucky to to be time sharing this property that you know this human is giving me attention and sex but i have to share her with other men and she's not even a a, a six and she's overweight no thank you i think it's just too, it's just very defeating to be that it's like come on dude can't you i'd rather jerk there's more pride in jerking off into a hooker's belly button than that and paying a shitload of money for it i think it's not that bad like sex workers are being applauded these days and i applaud them there's nothing i have against against sex work like it's not for me but i'll i'll be a customer if somebody gives me like you know a good if there's a group on that's like you know 30 bucks for a handy nah because handy jays handy jays are very low low on the totem pole when it comes to sex work like i could do that i could jerk off an ugly overweight asian indian dude you know take your pick it close your you know close your eye you know just look away and and knead the dough and you and, and 30 minutes later <laughs> however long it takes you're done and you get paid like i don't want to pay anything for a hand job it's just that's just not that would not do it for me and i haven't done it i've never been to a massage but i could go in two seconds There's, they're everywhere i could find one and go in two you know, like tomorrow I'd have to take an Uber, so it would be kind of awkward. I'd be like, <laughs> the Uber driver would be like, so, so we're going to uh, sh- uh, this shady massage place. I was like, I'm, I'll be like, yeah, I'm getting a, a happy ending. And I'll just be upfront about it. I'd be like, well, that's really, I'm really, can you get out of my car, dude? I don't really want to be the, the liege. I don't want to be your gateway to that type of situation. So, can you at least like tip me a lot that you told me that? I don't know. I would not take an Uber to a happy ending massage parlor. Also, I wouldn't. I would go in a Tesla, <laughs> but only if they do it while I'm driving the Tesla. I would. I gotta skip the massage. Let's go straight to the road job, road hand job. I'll be driving. I'll be stuck on uh, the highway, like I-35, the one that's congested all the time. I'll just be stuck in bumper to bumper, just getting a hand job, listening to my very good sound system, listening to uh, Rush Limbaugh or something, even though he's dead. I'll be listening to like a replay from when Trump got elected or something. But it was pretty cool. It was worth $40. I just upgraded it to $40. Yeah, so I'm not gonna do that. But if if the Groupon, okay, I'm, this is worth getting. This is worth spending 20 minutes talking about. If the Groupon was for a like an actual sexual intercourse experience, like the full service, like they pretend to like it, they pretend that they're a one night stand, basically. Like they pretend that they actually met you organically. They let you. I mean, I don't want to make. I wouldn't want to make out with them. But they would let you, if you wanted to, for some reason. You wouldn't have to wear a condom if you want. If you were into, you know, that type of dirtiness. 
Okay, then and they light candles or like I don't know. I would be I I like candles and incense. If they did that, I would I would probably consider it. If there's a lot of lot of conditions here, if it's filmed and, and broadcast on the internet first, that's the first check mark. Two, all it has to be a glass open display where people can see me that are just also there, just their brow, you know, has to be a glass house. So I, I'm I like uh, I like uh, what's it called exhibitionism. And I has to be, uh, that's it. Oh, yeah, I was going to say, it has to be a brothel where I get to choose which one I want to fuck, dude. I already did. I, I like, I want to have options. I want to go, yes, that one. I'm thinking about joining a white supremacy group just to meet, just to meet people, just to meet like-minded folk. Like I know, no matter what I do in my in my life, my mom was, will always love me. So it'd be funny. Like if I told her, if I just called up my mom and told her I joined a a neo-Nazi group, she would just be like Tim, and then we just go right back to talking about the weather or something. She'd be, she'd be like, "Really? You? You did that? Okay, well." Anyway, I heard it was going to be nice tomorrow. Now that'd be it. We'd go right back to talking about whatever she likes to talk about, because she she will always love. Like she, I have she has unconditional love for me. My dad would definitely stop talking to me. <laughs> the rest of my family would definitely never speak to me again. Maybe they'd speak to me. Like maybe they would like I don't know, say something. I mean, like what the fuck? You're still doing that? But uh, other than that. I don't really see any downside other than I would never be able to get a job again. I wasn't planning on doing that anyway. Um, and, and I don't I don't think like whites are better than any other race. But since I can't be fired from anything, yeah, it would just be like kind of funny. It looks fun, and the like like come on, let's be honest. The Confederate flag does look pretty badass, and I would get to I would get to wait I would get to have it anywhere I want. Unironically, I just be like, yeah, I'm in that. I'm part of that. I'm not from the South. Don't really support slavery or anything like that. Don't hate black people. I like a lot. I like other. I like people of all races. But it's kind of cool. It's kind of edgy. People talk about you. People wanna like wanna talk about white supremacists. You get you actually gain notoriety just for being one. So that's not my fault. I didn't do that. I don't care about them. I mean, they're, they're my friends, but I don't. You know, I don't. I just I would just be the guy that would join because he has no friends. Like he's just you know just like a, just trying to meet people. Like you know, I don't want. I don't plan on entering society ever. <laughs> And if you're going to get called racist anyway, you might as well just remove all doubt. You might as well just, like, wear the, wave the flag. Because it's not like people are not doing that anyway. Like, why defend myself? It's like, oh, you called me racist. How dare you? It's like, 
that that happens anyway, dude. Like, yeah, I'm 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 Jewish. Like, I'm I'm my grandpa was literally a slave in the Holocaust, dude. I don't think I'm racist, dude. Like, I think I know that it's bad to kill <laughs> minorities or like like expel. Like, I think genocide is pretty bad, but but. It's also kind of cool to be racist, I think. I think as you get older, you either become more racist or you just become better at lying to yourself <laughs> about race. It's like you just get better at telling yourself, no, that's not because they're... <laughs> you just get better at saying, like, oh, the reason you got mugged is not because he's black. It's because of this. It's because of society, you see. But if you just really... If you just become, like, real... It's like, oh, no, people like races actually do have different uh, behaviors. It's just kind of innate. It's just like kind of genetic. Like how else would that be the case for so many years? And why is there IQ differences among races? Oh, because it's true. There actually are differences in evolution between the, uh, it's like breeds of dogs. Like obviously a golden retriever is nicer than a pit bull. So it's not really even that controversial to to see color, <laughs> to to see race, and to put them into different. <laughs> like I don't really care. Like I don't judge. I don't judge anyone negatively, and you know. But st- it, there's a reason stereotypes are so gosh darn true, and uh, you can't say that though, um, unless you just don't give a fuck and you just you have nothing to lose. Then it's kind of really the reality of things even the dude who uh discovered the double helix believes what i'm saying so i'm not even like kidding that this is like scientific like the dude i mean it's not suit it's probably like for all i know it's 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 might be false might be pseudoscience i don't know but the dude who discovered the double helix of dna that that's that, that's what dna is looks like under the microscope that dude <laughs> really stuck to his guns over the years when he was like, yep, that's why, uh, that's why uh, Jews are cheap. It's because of the DNA, you see. And he got his Nobel Prize taken away from him. and He's, he's he had to sell it. And, he, and a billionaire bought it from him and gave it back. Yeah, some racist Russian billionaire was like, you know what, I applaud. You know what? You're the victim of circumstance. I'm going to give you, I'm going to buy that Nobel Prize. I'm going to give it right back because I'm a nice guy. <laughs> so there you go. Uh, it's hip to be, it's hip to be white. It's hip to, it's hip to be white. I'll just, yeah, let's leave it at that. Or else they wouldn't talk about it so much on the news. Like the, if they were not, if, if being a white supremacist, which I, I, I would never call myself that, like, for real. That's, like, not a real thing. I don't think, I just don't think it's real uh, to think of myself as superior to other races. Um, but it's kind of, if you if you are what people consider a white supremacist, you're going to get notoriety just like that, clickety-clack, unless you, in, you know, as long as you have a platform. Like, obviously, they could just delete this podcast, but also, it's not that hard to host it other places. So there you go. Boom. Solid. Bulletproof. 
coming out is, oh, I guess I'm still talking. Jesus Christ, I have one more thing to say about this. Um, uh, it, it's, uh, I'm not really like a white supremacist. If I'm anything, I'm a Jewish supremacist. I think, I feel like I like, I like being around Jews. Like they're, as much as they're a little bit more judgy than the average person, there's I never have to worry about them like attacking me or you know like literally being violent you know they'll backstab me in like some way like I would even do that as a Jew this <laughs> is self-hating like I I know that there's a little bit of me that is a backstabbing grudge holding person but at least I'm not gonna get stabbed literally by Jews same with Asians, dude. Like, not a lot of violent Asians. They're just good at they're just good at life, dude. Like, I'm starting to re- really become like a, a a what do you call it? A Japan Japanophile. I don't know what it's called. A weeb, something like that. Where I just respect uh, all all people like me in the in the fringe, whatever you want to call me. Love japanese culture for some reason there's just whatever it's just a universal every racist on 4chan loves japanese culture because they're good at it they have a good they have a cool culture dude same with white people we stole this we stole the whole cowboy thing from spain but you know that's white i, I don't know it doesn't matter all lives matter you know that's what matters is all lives kyle rittenhouse killed a like a child abuser you know, like he happened to be white, so it doesn't. So I don't know why people care. I get, I guess it's just racism towards uh, him because he's white. And as much as I am ironically like saying that I want to join a white supremacy group, I think it's more racist to act, to be like a like to hate white people, unironic. Like because I don't hate anybody, I think I have less hatred than the average person. I like to get along with people of all races and just anyone. I like to get along with communists or even extremists, you know, because why not? Why be, why have enemies? So that's me. But then there's these people on Twitter who actually are hateful towards white people, and that's not cool. Like, I think that's the only reason they, they want Kyle Rittenhouse to be found guilty is because he's white. And because he killed, and because he, because they don't like guns or something, they don't like the Second Amendment. And it's like, but like, what did he do wrong? Like, yeah, he killed somebody, but he was gonna like. There's footage of him being attacked, like they were chasing after him to uh, to attack him. So I don't know. I guess I'm just using my brain and trying to be a smarty pants and like trying not to be a dumbass and like let other people's propaganda uh, sculpt me into jumping the bandwagon. It's like. Like, all of a sudden, we care about turtles? It's like, get the fuck out of Get out of town. Like, all of a sudden, after all these years of using plastic straws, in 2019, that's when we start caring about turtles. Because all the years before that, they were not hurting any turtles. It's just that in that particular year is when the turtles started dying of straws. It's like... Get the just like can you just like take the dick out of your mouth, the dick? <laughs> can you take the propaganda dick out of your ass and realize that we've been killing turtles 
with all of humanity, whether it's with straws, cars, because we don't, you know, just because out of malice, whether it's inadvertent or not, turtles, what are they doing for us? Frogs are cool. Turtles are cool. I have nothing against turtles. I just know that uh, if a turtle has never helped me out of a jam, when I had a flat tire the other night, I didn't see any turtles coming up to help me. They could have. They could have jacked up my car and helped me fix the goddamn tire. They got a shell that could support the weight, but no. It was just me and my, in my, you know, very well, uh, a very advanced vehicle that had very proper, <laughs> very, you know, good heating and cooling and, we're in a weird time of the season of the year where uh, it gets cold at night, but hot in the day. It's like 80 in the day, 50 at night. So I have to use my heating at night and my AC in the daytime. And so I guess I get very, I, it's nice to have a car that actually has a good AC and heating system and a heated steering wheel and heated seats. But my plan is to get a second car because the one I have is just too too nice to be leaving in the public roads. And I just don't, I hate having a, I know it's very hard. I know it looks, I look like a douchebag complaining about this, but I'm going to get a, I'm going to get the, uh, the Toyota, the new sports Toyota that's coming out. It's like, it's nothing special. It's like 30 K, which is nothing compared to the Tesla. Uh, and and it's not you know it's it looks really good on the inside on the outside it looks cool like i i wouldn't be ashamed of it and also fuck the environment i didn't, i didn't get a tesla to save the world i got it because of because it's cool so i'm getting a gas guzzler i mean that's and that'll be my backup car to drive to places where i could just leave it and not care what happens to it because Cause I'm, yeah. And like, and so that was, that was a fun episode, dude. Like I, I thought I would be more animated. Like I thought I would be more like hammed up and try to be funnier, but you know what? I don't have to be anything I don't want to be. I'm happy with who I am and I'll see you next time.